Hello and welcome to AMSSM Sports Medcast. Today's episode is part of an ongoing mini journal club series highlighting each of the top articles in sports and exercise medicine in 2021, as selected from this spring's annual meeting. I'm your host, Dr. Jeremy Schroeder, and I am joined today by Dr. Jill Sylvester, Assistant Professor in the Department of Orthopedics at UNC Chapel Hill. She serves as a member of the Top Article Subcommittee, the newest addition to the Education Committee. Jill, thank you once more for taking the time to delve into another one of these great top articles. Oh, thanks, Jeremy. These are a blast to discuss. I love doing this. We are at number six of our top articles from 2021. This one is entitled Subacromial Decompression versus Diagnostic Arthroscopy for Shoulder Impingement, a five-year follow-up of randomized placebo surgery-controlled clinical trial. This is by Pavola et al., published in the January 2021 issue of BJSM. Jill, you've mentioned that this is one of your one of your favorites uh, reviewed by the committee, but what sets this apart for you? So one of the things that we as a committee look at is, is what's practice changing, but we also look at what's practice affirming. And so with this study, you know, we know that at one year, you know, your short term and in, and in three year, your medium term outcomes for subacromial decompression, that we have data to say that they're not there. And this study reaffirms it by looking more at your five-year data. So it kind of answers that question, well, as we get towards longer-term outcomes, is there a benefit to subacromial decompression? So go ahead and take us through this, this study. Sure. So this is a multi-center randomized controlled superiority trial where they took adults ages 35 to 65 who had greater than three months of pain consistent with impingement. They had already had a trial of conservative care, which they defined as rehab, rest, ice compression, elevation, uh, corticosteroid injection. And then they underwent an MRI and an MR arthrogram to exclude any significant rotator cuff or labrum pathology. So they had their exercise group that they put through 15 visits of supervised physical therapy followed by a home program. They had their standard uh, decompression group, where if they found any significant pathology that wasn't picked up on the MRI arthrogram, the patient was excluded. And they did a diagnostic or sham surgery group where they went in and took a look. And again, if they found pathology, they excluded the patient. And then both of the surgery arms had one physical therapy visit followed by that same home rehab program. And their primary outcomes was their, you know, your visual analog scale for pain at both at rest and with arm movement. And then they looked at, you know, your SF36 patient satisfaction scores, constant Murley scores, a couple of other validated tools. And at five years out, what they found was that there was no statistical difference between your visual analog score at rest or with activity. Your patient satisfaction scores across the board were in the high 80s. I think it was 85.7% for your sham surgery, 86.8% for your exercise therapy, and 89.7% for your subacromial decompression. The only one that had a statistically significant difference was um, the constant Murley score, which looks specifically at your subacromial decompression versus your diagnostic arthroscopy, so versus your sham surgery. 
But when you compare the subacromial decompression versus exercise therapy, there was no statistical difference between the two. So for this, for me, the bottom line, it reaffirms my practice of subacromial decompression is not a great tool for your patients who are coming in with those impingement type symptoms. And so kind of really emphasizing exercise therapy, that motion is lotion just becomes more and more important. Jill, I love how you stated off that this is a great example of something that is practice affirming, that we, we love to emphasize the importance of good, strong, regimented rehabilitation. And this seems to emphasize that and reaffirm that that is the case, especially in these shoulder conditions. What do you find to be the biggest strength for this study? Well, I find the biggest strength to be the consistency with which this study has continued on for the past five years. You know, they have great patient retention. They haven't lost a lot to follow up. They have consistent values throughout. And so this longer term data, I find pretty compelling. What, if any, limitations were you able to identify from this research? Great question. So the limitation that I would highlight here is that, you know, when they do the MRI and the MR arthrogram to exclude any further associated pathologies like rotator cuff tears or, or labrum tears, the generalizability to my own patient population, a lot of times these patients with this persistent, you know, impingement type pain do have some underlying rotator cuff pathology this still is very supportive in really hammering home the importance of physical therapy, uh, but there may be some more confounders essentially that may affect my day-to-day patients. But overall, I found it to be a very strong study. I would like to thank Dr. Jill Sylvester from the AMSSM Top Articles Subcommittee. Links to this article can be found in our podcast show notes. I'd also like to thank you, the listener. I hope you have found this time valuable. And if so, please like, subscribe, and leave a quality five-star review on your preferred listening platform. I hope you'll join us again soon for the next edition of the AMSSM Sports MedCast. The views expressed are theirs alone and do not represent the official policy or position of the AMSSM, UNC Chapel Hill, the U.S. Army, Department of Defense, or the U.S. government.